This episode is brought to you by Not a Doctor by Monty. Not a Doctor is a podcast run by a third-year medical student based in Ireland that gives its listeners a unique and medical perspective, looking at medicine from a different angle. From what I gather of Monty, the host, no matter how much he learns in this field, he is what Einstein called the eternal student, someone who will always question, someone who will always wonder, peel back the layers, Try to see something unique, no matter the personal mastery. Give it a listen. All links to the show will be in this episode's description, including Not A Doctor's YouTube and Twitter pages. Thanks, Not A Doctor Podcast, for supporting Asylum 817 Productions. anything better to do. The CIA is funding a mission to reincarnate the dodo bird. <laughs> the dodo bird already exists. It's called Florida Man. The flightless bird with the dumb reputation has been dead for 350 years, but not anymore. The biotech company Colossal is actively working to bring back the woolly mammoth and thylacine? What? the hell's a thylacine from extinction now the company has set its sights on of course the dodo the flightless bird went extinct in the 17th century from the island of mershvren colossal has already su successfully sequenced the bird's genome in case you're wondering the biotech company colossal is actively working to reincarnate both the ancient mammoth and the thylacine now for its next trick the dallas-based firm is bringing back the dodo the flightless bird that went extinct roughly 300... I thought it went extinct a long time before that. That, That's crazy. Shows how much I know about anything. Colossal is using the backing of a surprising government partner to sequence the dodo bird's genome using stem cell technology, the company says. And who might that be? Uh, the CIA. Why? Why? That's so bizarre. <laughs> we have... Balloons from foreign countries entering our airspace. And this is what they're concentrating on, you know? <laughs> hate to go into a segue here, but you remember there was a time when another country would be terrified to do something like this to us. Terrified. <laughs> and they're saying, well, they didn't want to shoot it down right away because of the trajectory on the way down, you know, might cause injuries and stuff like this. What? What? You guys can land shit on other planets and you can't figure out the falling trajectory of a fucking balloon you're a dodo maybe once you're extinct someone maybe if you're dumb enough american leaders politicians <laughs> if you guys are dumb enough like historically dumb and you become synonymous with it like this little bird here maybe one day a future dumbass government will bring you back and we'll get to hear all of your fascinating stories. Welcome to No Disclosure. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor and Prevail Guitar Works. This podcast is where we go on the news, see what's happening in the world, and based like fine, expensive turkeys in the sheer audacity and craziness that is our news media. This is from The Guardian. Pennsylvania boy, nine, nine years old, which is not amazing in the slightest. Lots of people are nine. 
but I didn't finish. <laughs> Becomes one of the youngest ever high school graduates. Yeah, nine years old. Wow. David Balogun. Balogun. I'm going to call you Blowgun. David Blowgun, who loves science and computer programming, receives a diploma after taking remote classes. Holy shit. Nine-year-old boy from Pennsylvania who loves science and computer programming. Blah, blah. I just read that. David Blowgun has recently, because I can't pronounce his last name properly, okay? I'm not making fun of him. Kid's smarter than me. Why would I do that? You learn from people smarter than you. You don't laugh at them. Received a diploma from Reach Cyber Charter School based in its state's capital of Harrisburg after taking classes remotely from his family home in the Philadelphia suburb of Bensalem? 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 Bensalem. Okay. The local television station WGAL, or WOW, reported Saturday. The achievement makes David one of the youngest known children to ever graduate high school, according to a list compiled by the history and culture website oldest.org. Should be called youngest.org. <laughs> the only person on that list younger than David is Michael Kearney, who still holds the Guinness record for the youngest high school graduate. He set the number uh, when he was six years old <laughs> in 1990. He actually obtained a master's degree at 14, and at 18, he was winning more than $1 million on game shows. So he gets a master's degree and he decides, see, this is, this has got to show you something. Yeah, right? The, the, people going to college, people with dreams, <laughs> aspirations, listen to me. This guy has a master's degree and he said, well, the only fucking way to make money with this piece of paper is to use my knowledge, my, you know, crazy, like, <laughs> Lex Luthor intelligence to uh, freak people out on game shows. So he figured it out. David would come in higher on that list than Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist Ronan Farrow, who was 11 when he finished high school. Still, an achievement not to be sniffed at. Nine years old. That's amazing. Both of his parents have academic degrees, but they told WGAL that it's challenging to raise a child with such an enormous intellect. That is incredible. Wow, nine years old. Whenever I read something like that, I mean, that just uh, that freaks me out. I want to be an astrophysicist, and I want to study black holes and supernovas, he said. Cool. That is really neat. The world needs more astrophysicists. That's cool. Way to go, big guy. I'm proud of you. That's awesome. Kicking some butt. That's really cool. This is from WREG.com. Young dolphin skull found in luggage at Detroit Airport by customs agents. Why is this a thing? I mean, haven't you people figured out at this point that they have shit that they could see the inside of your luggage? Why are people still even trying this to put shit in their luggage? I mean, it's like, you guys don't know what's going on. What fucking planet are you from? I mean, did you not get the memo? That they can look inside your luggage, that they they have x-ray machines and shit? Oh, why do people even try this? You gotta come up with some better fucking ideas to try and smuggle shit. U.S. Customs Border Protection agents made a fishy discovery last week. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the puns are coming. <laughs> they're, they're, you're, just, you're just gonna have to deal. Gonna have to deal. It's uh, my proverbial hand on your thigh. You know, the really uncomfortable one? Give it a little squeeze every once in a while. You say, come on, man, take your hand off there. Quit messing around. Just slides up even more. I can't do that in person right now. So I got to I gotta use the puns. I need to do it verbally. 
That was fucked up. The bag had been separated from owners during transit. The agency said in a news release and underwent routine x-ray screening because, you know, they can do that when it re-entered the U.S. During the screening, something breached the screen. (laughs) Agricultural specialists noticed a skull-shaped object in the luggage. That's skull-shaped? Okay. I'd say it's on an x-ray machine that looked like a fucking alien. Officials, what are you guys used to seeing? Dolphin skulls. <laughs> it, it, it makes it it makes it seem that this um, image I'm seeing uh, this doesn't look like a skull to me. This image on the X-ray that they're showing. I mean, they look at it, they go, "Yep, dolphin skull." Uh, I've seen that before. They're back. <laughs> Coffee. It's like they could recognize a dolphin skull. This is actually the first time I've ever fucking seen one. Okay. A skull-shaped object. According to CBP, animal parts or products, including skulls, are subject to import and export restrictions, prohibitions, permits, certificates. You know how it goes. Importing or exporting marine mammals is prohibited. We know this. And some asshole tried to hide it in his fucking luggage. I don't get why people still try this. It's like, it's, it's, it's almost a sign of somebody who's not intelligent. You were smart enough to get a dolphin skull, but you're not fucking smart enough to hide it. Routine luggage x-rays have uncovered other surprising discoveries at U.S. airports very recently. In November, in case you're wondering, TSA officials in New York found an orange cat in a bag at John F. Kennedy International. I'm serious. Days later, TSA agents found a dog in a passenger's bag not a handbag like one of those Paris Hilton things. Their actual luggage. <laughs> As if the pressure in the undercarriage of the plane wasn't going to kill the fucking dog. If, if, if that's not going to do it, the temperature in there will. Emotional... Pl- <laughs> I can't even say this without laughing. An emotional support boa constrictor. Yeah, in a carry-on bag at Tampa International just last month. Two months ago, CBP found giraffe and zebra bones, and I said, yes, I said zebra, in a Virginia woman's luggage at Washington International. She admitted to collecting the bones in Kenya with the intention of keeping them as souvenirs. Can't do that. Can't do that. I mean, that's just common fucking sense to me. Did I write any of these rules? Do I have a relative that works in the TSA? No. Ugh. What's a sign of somebody's not fucking intelligent? This is from the smokinggun.com. I haven't seen you guys in a while. Smoking Gun. You're one of my favorite websites. I can't believe I I completely forgot about this place. Yeah, the Smoking Gun. It looks like a website straight out of like 1998, and I fucking love it. That Smoking Gun, it's not just that. I mean, Smoking guns are one of my favorite websites. It's so quirky and weird. Anyway. Uh, assault charge. <laughs> that was gross. Assault charge for woman in poultry pummel. Uh, yeah. Uh, man, I'm fucked up today. Minnesotan, 36. Hit her man in the head with an entire chicken. Damn, that's fucked up. Not only are you emasculating him and beating his ass, you can cause mild conjunctivitis by hitting somebody with a raw chicken. (laughs) That's why Cassie doesn't let me play chicken ball in the house anymore. February 2nd, a Minnesota woman was jailed yesterday for domestic assault after allegedly clobbering her boyfriend in the head with an entire raw chicken. Jeez. 
reactionary much? According to cops who reported that the victim still had some chicken residue in his hair. Well, I would think so. The victim told cops he was driving home last night to the Eagle Lake residence he shares with Natalie Brewer, 36, when he was attacked. She's kind of cute. The man who had been, but, you know, she's crazy. <laughs> Fuck with her, she's going to hit you with a chicken. The man who had been at a bar with Burma said she was hitting him and spitting in his face as they were en route home. After arriving at the residence, the man alleged Brummer hit him with the whole chicken in the back of the head. Victim still had some chicken. I get it. Chicken. When cops sought to place Brummer under arrest, she struggled with them and started putting her hands away from the officers, requiring multiple attempts to get her handcuffed. Because crazy. While being escorted from the home, she reportedly continued to yell, attempted to put her arms away from the officers, kicked her legs on the ground like a toddler. Now, court records do not indicate whether the chicken allegedly wielded by Brummer was cooked or raw, but the victim has recently done an interview and stated, yes, this was a raw chicken. So I say again, you should get in trouble for more than just, you know, assault and freaking out. You can... You can give somebody pink eye doing that shit. Bill requiring ID to view porn passes Arkansas State uh, Senate. I can't read. Bill requiring ID to view porn passes the Arkansas Senate. A lot of people are butthurt about this one. I've heard some uproar, but I actually agree with it. I don't know why that's not a thing now. Legally requiring ID to view pornography. Why isn't that a fucking thing already? And why are people freaking out about this? Why would anybody be angry about this? You're a fucking adult. Don't you have an ID? The Protection of Minors from Distribution of Harmful Material Act. That's what it is. Listen to the fucking name. The Protection of Minors from Distribution of Harmful Material Act. Yeah. Okay. Arkansas residents using a digitized identification card before viewing porn. Why are people even having an issue with this? Is it a waste of money? Is it a waste of resources? Probably. But you know what? Damn it. They're having a lot of catch up to do because this is something that should have been uh, implemented from day one. I can't tell you how many times I've known a child or created one that either accidentally or was able to view something pretty fucked up over the Internet. You're not going to save it all. But if you can make a dent, I mean, isn't that worth it? Offensive depictions of any kind of sexual activity. Sex, masturbation, touching or caressing the breasts or genitalia. Ooh, I'm kind of liking these descriptions. <laughs> but you know what I mean. <laughs> if you were going to go and purchase cigarettes in a store, you have to show reasonable age verification. You want to buy alcohol, same deal. That's all they're doing. They're trying to align what we deem as, you know, harmful. We're saying this, the same things have to be done in an online capacity. Oh, it's one of those things, right? One of those, um, you're putting restrictions on this and this is people's freedom and hurt. I think I really do think sometimes people just like saying that without giving a shit about what's outside of that. Right. Without giving a shit about the implications or who it might help, who it might save or why it exists in the first place. They just want to jump on that. 
You're you're interrupting my freedom to be a fucking whore and a degenerate. I should be able to do that without interruption. <laughs> Coffee. Uh, now it's gonna even be more of a pain in the ass to get my OnlyFans subscription. Woodpecker stored. This is from ABC Seven. I love this. There's a picture too. A woodpecker stored over 700 pounds of acorns in walls of California home, pest control company says. That's a shitload of acorns. Glen Ellen, California. A pest control company had its hands full after a woodpecker's impeccable work caused damage to a home in Sonoma County. But that damage is pretty fucking epic. Nick's, Nick's, Nick's extreme, but Nick's is spelled weird. I almost said Nick's because that's what it kind of looked like. I'm just going to call it Dick's Extreme Pest Control <laughs> was called to the house in Glen Ellen. Here's where it gets a little nutty. Oh, see, it's all the puns. Yeah, you're here for the duration. Don't you not allowed to leave. You stay. Workers say the woodpecker was making holes to store its food, which kept falling into spaces in the walls. When they cut into the wall, 700 pounds of fucking acorns. That's more than what you think. Wow. That's amazing. The company posted on Facebook that there were eight eight large bags worth of acorns stuffed into the walls. At least the Dick's Pest Control said they've never come across anything like that. So, according to them, it's not a common thing. Now, something I've wanted to be get, I wanted I've wanted to get at so bad that I was hoping I would get to talk about on this show because one of my rules is. Yeah, I'll mention stuff here and there if it really tickles my fancy, but as far as the main show, the news, I have to be able to see it online to talk about it. This ain't a rant show. But I finally saw something that I've been itching to talk about, and I was hoping I would come across it. This is Ars Technica. Everybody's favorite deluded psychopath, Billy Mitchell, is in trouble again. <laughs> if you don't know who Billy Mitchell is, gamer of the century... Really likes putting his uh, thumb out, giving that thumbs up in every picture possible of him. Impossibly, uh, impossibly groomed hair. He's the guy known as the King of Kong. The guy who set, apparently, world records in Pac-Man and Donkey Kong. Who's been living off of that notoriety non-stop making his hot sauces. Uh, basically paying off Guinness to give him awards. All kinds of shit. Billy Mitchell is a very controversial figure, suing everybody that says something he doesn't like. One of those guys. Anyway, things just kind of took a turn. Research Billy Mitchell if you don't know who he is. This is what happens when you don't... <laughs> this is what happens when you let your children play pretend just a little too long. Coffee. Now... The Donkey Kong cheating case, which has been a deal for a while, <laughs> has, I would say, been rocked to its core. And this is a piece of evidence that Billy Mitchell himself provided that fucked this whole thing up. This just goes to show you how completely nuts and fucking just insane Billy Mitchell is. Over the years, King of Kong star Billy Mitchell has seen his world record Donkey Kong scores stripped partially reinstated, endlessly litigated, both in actual court and the court of public opinion, though through it all, Mitchell has insisted that every one of his records was set 
on unmodified Donkey Kong arcade hardware, despite very convincing technical evidence to the contrary. And a couple of YouTubers have even busted this. Now, new photos from a 2007 performance <laughs> performance by Mitchell seem to show obvious modifications to the machine. But this is a piece of evidence that Billy Mitchell himself provided. <laughs> Fucking moron. One of the pieces of evidence that he provided was, this is us at uh, one of the Donkey Kong cabinet things, you know, uh, uh, what do they call it for performances? In question, Billy Mitchell saying, okay, this is an unmodified Donkey Kong arcade cabinet, and I have it in the photos. They said, okay, send us the evidence. The fucker didn't realize is that the joystick on the uh, arcade machine isn't the original that was with the game. That's not the original stick. The photos in question were taken at the Florida Association of Mortgage Brokers convention, which hosted Miss Mitchell as part of its 80s arcade night promotion in 2007, which is realistically the only work that Billy Mitchell is going to be able to get. <laughs> Mitchell claims to have achieved a score, which is pretty remarkable, of 1,050,200 points at that event, a performance that was recognized by an educator, Twin Galaxies, as a world record at the time, but which by now would barely crack the top 30. But still, hell of an achievement. He reached the kill screen. That's incredible. And I've actually seen him do it live. On uh, He was playing Pac-Man, who reached the kill screen. He really is a skilled retro gamer. But he's been accused of cheating so many times it's kind of tainted his career. Now we have definite proof. Because he's saying that this was an unmodified cabinet. But then the internet sleuths who, who know this shit have looked at the joystick on the arcade cabinet and said, No, no, that's, that's a different stick. What makes it significant is that the stick pictured in the photo can do diagonals. Up, down, right, left, diagonal, you know, northwest, northeast, southwest, south. You know, you know what I'm talking about. It can go 360 pretty much. The original Donkey Kong cabinet only goes uh, northwest, east, south. That's significant. Because if you can go diagonals, you could m do certain maneuvers that you wouldn't be able to in the original game, thereby shaving off your time in a big time. That's a big deal. But what's funny is, this just goes to show you how fucking nuts Billy Mitchell is. <laughs> he didn't even bother to notice that this is not the original stick that came with the game. Has he been cheating for so long that he forgot what the actual arcade cabinet looked like? The, ori <laughs> the original? Oh, Billy Mitchell, when will, when will you ever learn? You're skilled enough. What's funny is, you're skilled enough to do it. You're skilled enough to break into that world record spot. You've done it before, live, on an actual unmodified thing. He's done it. Attention all geeks and freaks. Get ready for a weekly dose of excitement with the Geek Freaks podcast. Join host Frank and a rotating panel of superfans as they delve into the latest and greatest in pop culture, movies, TV, comics, and all things geek. From Star Wars to Marvel, Game of Thrones to The Walking Dead, the Geek Freaks podcast has got you covered. With in-depth analysis, hilarious commentary, and exclusive interviews with the biggest names in the industry, this is the ultimate destination for all things geek. Whether you're a fan of sci-fi, fantasy, superheroes, or just love a good nerd-out session, 
The Geek Freaks Podcast is the show for you. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday for a new episode and join the community of passionate fans. So get ready to go out and join the freaks on the Geek Freaks Podcast. Available now on your favorite podcast platform. He, uh, you know, not not world record, but he's, you know, talented enough to do it. The ones he's done live, like I said, would barely crack the top 30. But he's able to do that. Maybe with some training, some luck, whatever, he could probably do it. But what bugs me is when people cheat and you know that they're talented enough to not have to. Fucking moron. This is Billy Mitchell's fucking ego cannot handle losing anything. Cannot handle being questioned, all that. This is when you let your child play, you know, cowboys a little bit longer than they should. So it's fucking with their brain. This is from UPI.com. Ohio Animal Shelter will name litter box after your ex. Cool. <laughs> I should do this. Nah, I'm not that cruel. Well, maybe. An animal shelter in Hamilton, Ohio is holding a unique fundraiser as a lead-up to Valentine's Day. The Animal Friends Humane Society said Wednesday will name a cat litter box after an ex-romantic partner. That's fucking awesome. The gesture will cost $5 a box. See? Eh? Thinking outside the box. This is... Oh, literally. <laughs> this is marketing. This is intelligent marketing. This is how you do it. The shelter will then reveal... All the sponsored litter boxes, names included, oh, that's fucked up, in a Facebook post on Valentine's Day. Don't spend this Valentine's Day down in the dumps. Instead, cheer yourself up while making a difference for animals in need, the card says. Oh, well done. $5 donation will write your ex's name in a litter box and give it to the cats, so let them do what they do best. <laughs> this is great. What a creative way to fundraise. I love it. Yeah, I'm all for companies doing stuff like that. Using your noggin. I dig it. Yahoo News. Woman mistakenly pronounced dead was found alive in a body bag. That'll fuck up your... <laughs> That'll mess up your sleep for a while. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. An Iowa care facility is facing fines for totaling around ten grand after mistakenly pronouncing a 66-year-old resident dead and having her transported to a funeral home where she woke up gasping, gasping for air. Man, that's going to fuck you up mentally. God, this is a Department of Inspections and Appeals. I mean, this went all the way to them. This is wild. And what makes it worse is that this happened at Glen Oaks Alzheimer's Special Care Center. Yeah, this person was suffering from onset of Alzheimer's. That's even more messed up. Is that you pulled this shit, pronouncing somebody dead... I mean, did you not check her fucking vitals? Did you not figure... And this place has been in trouble before. They said there were sounds of diminished lung sounds and then she stopped breathing. Well, take her fucking vitals, you idiot. Oh, my God. But this place has been in some hot water before, treating their residents like fucking animals. That's tragic. Tragic. Very sad. That must have scared the shit out of her. Suffering from... Alzheimer's from dementia and you wake up in a goddamn body bag and you st <laughs> that would be terrifying for somebody with a fully functioning mental state let alone somebody who's suffering from something like that God knows what kind of toll that took on the fucking victim that's terrible I hope you get your ass handed to you in court 
The bounces well what? I can't even read that. The bounces WFL.com. What the fuck is the bounce SWFL.com? Okay. I get it. It's a radio station. 96.5, 101.5, the bounce. What a stupid website. Can you come up with a different anyway? Florida man. Yeah, he's back. Arrested while trying to conceal a stolen semi truck by spray painting it a different color, like on GTA 5. <laughs> Why do you specifically mention Grand Theft Auto 5? Is that what he told you? I bet it. Bet you a million bucks. That's what he said. You could do it on GTA 5. That's what I was trying to do. I was trying to conceal the, you know, you could in the game. You take it to a place and then boop, in a different color, and then nobody can find you. That's probably what he said. Why can't the Florida man find a paint spray when he needs one? Tragic. Rainer Lorazo Rizzo Perez and Daladin and Castino Gonzalez, all the fucking two of them, were spotted behind the Days Inn in Palm Coast, Florida. They were spray painting a Peterbilt semi-tractor <laughs> in the back corner of the parking lot. Yeah, because this is how professional criminals do it, right? Whenever they need a vehicle fucking painted, they just go out back and spray paint the shit. Maybe you should have a little bit more planning when you do something like this. You know, establish maybe a few connections. Quit holding up fucking grocery stores and talk to real criminals. Just saying. If that's what you want to do. But you're Florida, man. You're not going to do that. You're going to take off your pants in the middle of a grocery store and declare yourself king of the eels, aren't you? Set something on fire and that's just what you do. You're Florida, man. The hotel is located just off I-95. We'll get back to that. But someone, who obviously can't mind their own fucking business, thought that someone spray-painted, spray-painting a semi-truck in the parking lot of a hotel was suspicioso. So they called the cops. Flagler County Sheriff's Office deputies arrived. <laughs> the two dropped the cans and just took off a running. Along southbound I-95. So your escape plan was to run along an interstate. Yeah, let's make it easy as hell for them to catch you. Oh, I love Florida Man. <laughs> Florida Man is epic. That's why it's a thing. Now, you realize that, right? Like I've 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 seen videos from people in Florida, you know, like around that area. Why is Florida Man a thing? People are dumb everywhere. Because Florida really takes the fucking taco. Florida's perfected crazy. <laughs> and it's it's always epically weird. That's why Florida Man is a thing. Because the rest of us can't even fucking touch that. That amount of crazy. That's special. <laughs> the recovered semi-tractor is valued at $280,000. Jeez, they're that expensive? The semi-tractor's original color is pink. Really? The pair <laughs> were in the process of spray-painting the stolen semi-tractor red to conceal its original color when deputies arrived. Makes sense. I'm actually impressed with how good the paint job was coming along. They even took the time to tape it off. <laughs> because, you know, you need to do a good job. You need to make sure that your, uh, uh, what is it? <laughs> you need to make sure that your handiness is going to be impressive to the other Florida men. <laughs> but listen to what they were uh, officially charged with. You're going to love this. The female subject, Delany Costino Gonzalez, was placed under arrest. Okay, her charges were resisting arrest without violence, grand theft, motor vehicle, felony criminal mischief, all right, sounds pretty normal, right? 
Now, here's the Florida man, Rainer Lorazo Perez. Okay, listen to his charges. Was placed under arrest for resisting arrest without violence, grand theft, motor vehicle, felony criminal mischief, possession of a removed vehicle identification number, possession of fentanyl. (laughs) That's that last one that got me. Fentanyl. Seems like it's not a Florida man story without fentanyl. (laughs) I'm kind of impressed with the paint job. That's amazing. But, you know. I'm just, I hate to be a stickler. Pro tip. If you need to get something done in a hurry, maybe taping it off was a waste of time. You know? Like I said, talk to real criminals. Get yourself a garage. Get yourself a fence. Get yourself somebody in on it so you can paint these things. Make it into a career. (laughs) You guys are fucking geniuses. Some crimes just should not be committed without a certain level of planning, without a certain level of connection. You know what I mean? Think about it, Florida man. For about two seconds while you go take your pants off and walk into incoming traffic. (laughs) The shit they do is so crazy, I can't even make it up. I try to think of the weirdest thing a person could possibly do. And these are people that, a lot of the Florida man stories, these are people on pure air. You know, they're not on fentanyl or anything. Imagine what they do on drugs. This is from Politico. American arrested in Moscow for taking a cow for a walk. (laughs) Vegan activist. Uh, I would like to apologize to to Russia. I'm sorry. I don't know how one of ours ended up over there. But we deal with this on a daily basis. I'm very, very sorry you have to deal with one of us being over there. I know it's weird. It's normal here. Just send her back and we'll take care of it. We'll make sure that she gets the supervision that she so clearly needs. A U.S. citizen was arrested for walking a cow through Red Square in Moscow. Alicia Day, who was a veterinarian and animal rights activist, was walking all the Red Square using a calf as visual propaganda and shouting, slogan animals are not food. Oh, wait, they put a comma in a weird spot. You fucking morons. Politico, what's wrong with you? Using a calf as a visual propaganda and shouting the slogan comma animals are not food a judge at moscow's tavosky district court was quoted as saying she was arrested on tuesday for participating in an unsanctioned protest this is russia you fucking idiot you can't go out there and just protest whatever the hell you want uh she bought the calf so it wouldn't be eaten she decided to take him to a beautiful place and show him the country you fucking nutbag that's a cow Cow doesn't even know what fucking country they live in. I get it. You want to save the aminals and all that. But could you have possibly done it in an even more heavy-handed way? You're in Russia. You think that you could just go outside and fucking protest whatever the hell you want? Yeah, try it. (laughs) And on top of that, I feel like I have to apologize to fucking uh, Russia. I'm sorry one of ours got over there. I don't know how... You missed the checks or how, how well she was able to act her way through. Yeah, she's one of ours. Send her back. This is from Western Mass News. Hatfield police are looking for a missing 200-pound Shrek sculpture. <laughs> That's awesome. It is Shrek. It's a giant sculpture of Shrek. What? A Shrek sculpture in Hatfield? This exists? No wonder why it's been stolen. It's a statue of Shrek, man. 
You people don't fucking think. You build a statue of Shrek that weighs 200 pounds. I don't care if it weighs a ton. You better anchor that motherfucker. It's going bye-bye. It's Shrek. It's gone missing, according to police. I didn't know there was a Shrek statue somewhere. This is great. <laughs> now it's somewhere else. The Hatfield Police Department say the sculpture is made of cement and was taken away from a home on Mountain Road. That's awesome. The dragon sculpture he lives with is frustrated and lonely, the Post replied. Okay, all right. You guys don't need to... Now you're just getting weird. If you have any information on the whereabouts of Shrek, I can't believe I'm saying this on this show. In real context, in a real sentence, not a joke, that this is an actual sentence that I have to say. If you have any information on the whereabouts of Shrek, <laughs> please reach out to the Hatfield Police Department at 413-247-0323 or return him in the condition which you found him. So if you're in Hatfield, Massachusetts, and you see Shrek anywhere, <laughs> let the police know, huh? A Shrek statue needs to be enjoyed. It needs to be for everyone, not just one guy who decided to... to 200 pounds, though. Damn, that's a heavy-ass fucking sculpture. Got away with it. Don't build a statue of Shrek in the first place. I'm telling you, don't do it. You know someone's going to fucking steal it. Are you surprised? <laughs> this is from Yahoo Life. I had This is something I had to look up because I, I didn't think it was true. Kim Kardashian's micro bikini, her new line. I know, I know, I know. I'm, listen, there's a reason I'm talking about this, okay? Fuck the Kardashians. Most just ridiculous shit. I can't stand anything that has to do with these fucking people. But I just can't. Yeah. I know some people argue that, oh, they're entrepreneurs and they do things and they're philanthropists. I don't give a shit. They're famous for no fucking reason. They don't do anything. This is ridiculous. I got better shit to do than follow around these fucking airheads. But when we're talking about micro bikinis, my you know I'm at least slightly interested. Her that line is so tiny. A TikToker used tortilla chips for scale. I had to look this up, and as fun as that was, I was amazed. <laughs> yeah, you you. Pr- you need to be, I'm not saying you need to be a certain body type to wear these. I, I don't care. You're a big woman, go go for it. But this uh, is probably the smallest amount of fabric that you could have on your body without being considered completely nude. I mean, it is the tiniest bikini I've ever seen, and it's fucking glorious. The micro bikini from Kim Kardashian scale. I can't believe I'm talking about this fucking woman. But I'm talking about bikinis, okay? I'm sorry. I won't say Kim Kardashian anymore. We'll change her last name to something else. If you've been eyeing the Skims micro bikini and wondering about the size, someone actually used a tortilla chip for scale. It's pretty jaw-dropping. TikTokers can't stop commenting on the post since it was shared on January 22nd. That includes women who seem to be responding pretty... Uh, unorthodox, yeah, considering it's on TikTok. It's more of a collective eye roll than anything. They're pretty annoyed <laughs> with, you know, not only just the whole Kardashian thing, but it seriously looks like this is a piece of underwear made for an American girl doll. <laughs> 
One person said, if I wore that in public, someone would probably call the police. Uh, well, I'll just go out and say it. You probably do have to be a certain body type to wear this thing. I mean, it's... Uh, oh. <laughs> if you were larger, it, it might look like you're wearing nothing at all. I'm just, I'm just saying. This, is, this just goes beyond micro. I was thinking as I was looking at this thing that in thousands of years when aliens come here and humans have already blown themselves up, they're going to find one of these things in like, you know, a pile of rubble or something. And they're going to think it's some kind of ceremonial slingshot. They're going to go to demonstrate how it was used and be like, no, no, it's too small. We don't know what it is. <laughs> it's a dental floss of a very, a very large man. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it, that's, that's the tiniest bikini I've ever seen. Ever. That's amazing. And I fucking love it. Look at the pictures of it. Skims. Bikini. Skims micro bikini. That's awesome. <laughs> I got nothing bad to say. Nothing. Amazing, considering that it has to do with the fucking Kardashian. Uh, let's see. Let's Can we do one more? Yeah, we can. Male genitalia. All right, guys. Have a good one. I'll catch you later. No. <laughs> Just male genitalia. All right, guys. Good night. But no. This is what made me want to click on it. Because like I said, every time I see the word penis or derivative thereof, I have to click on it. It's a rule we have here. Male genitalia found at mobile gas <laughs> mobile gas station. Not the, okay, are you listening? Male genitalia found at mobile gas station. Not the man attached to it. There hasn't been a person found there. Just the genitalia. We have a problem. As of 4 p.m. Monday, January 30th, a mobile police department stated... The incident is being investigated as an assault or murder. Well, as an assault? Okay. Do you think fucking murder, probably? You do that to a male, they're going to fucking bleed to death. Multiple sources have confirmed to Laganipabababi that a penis was found at a gas station Monday morning on Navco Road near Interstate 10. Law enforcement officials were called to the gas station at the corner of Navco Road and McVeigh Drive where a penis was found, according to multiple sources. <sighs> That's gross. Source said the penis was found in the station's parking lot after 6 a.m. God. <laughs> Security video, in case you're wondering, viewed by a Laganapanapanapi reporter, shows a black truck pulling into the station at around 6.15 a.m. to get gas. Now the video reportedly shows the truck pulling away and the weenie falling out onto the parking lot surface. Yes. It was a whole whacker. Stories began circulating on social media Monday about the incident with posts stating there was a heavy presence at the gas station. Area was taped off. The story is still developing. That is insane. So somebody out there is missing a willy. And this is why they're saying assault, by the way. I was being a smartass earlier. Which, it's extremely remote that you're going to survive an injury like this. But... No one has been checked into a hospital missing a portion. That's why. <laughs> no dead bodies have been found with a detachment. Okay? <laughs> That's why they're saying it. Ugh. That's disgusting. So on that note, you guys have a good day. I'll catch you later. I'm going to leave on a high note, yeah? Thanks for, going <laughs> Thanks for listening. 
God. And remember to go on Asylum817.com. That's Asylum817.com for all things no disclosure related. All the social media links are there, as well as the link to get to our Patreon account, where you can get everything from bonus episodes, giveaways at certain tiers, ad-free stuff, little as a dollar a month. Check it out. Shout out to the patrons, by the way. The Kunkel Homestead YouTube channel, Donald Haynes, David Peterson. I appreciate all of you. Anyway, that's all we got. Bye-bye, my babies. I love you all. And be fancy. Uh, uh, another show in the books. Now, oop, I still have those bikini pictures pulled up. <laughs> yeah. No Disclosure is overjoyed to say that we are sponsored by DistroKid. If you are an independent musician who wants to get their music out there on every streaming platform imaginable, this is the place to go. I'm picky with sponsors. I would only allow one to be a part of this only if I myself use the product and I've released all of my solo albums as well as singles through DistroKid. Only 20 bucks a year, unlimited uploads, and you keep 100% of your royalties. That is madness. I can tell you from personal experience and being a musician for a very long time, record labels do not work that way. As a matter of fact, DistroKid has made history by doing so, marking the first time ever that an artist high on the charts made 100% of their earnings. You're not alone in this. Major record labels are now looking to DistroKid for new talent. My albums are worldwide. Yours should be too. By going to the link in the description of this episode, you get 7% off the first year of an already insane, measly 20 bucks a year to upload unlimited music that you have created and want to share with the world. By going to the link I am providing in this episode's description, you support No Disclosure, you save some money off the first year. Did I mention it's only 20 bucks a freaking year? And you get your music heard, which in the end is the most important thing. 